You are listening to the Sports CDP Crash Course, your go-to podcast for all things sports related. We talk about how sports clubs and teams can sell more tickets and merchandise than ever before and how they can negotiate sponsorship agreements of higher value. We also champion women's sports and discuss how data and innovation can help bring equality to the sports industry. We have interviewed industry leaders who have worked with the likes of the NFL, FC Barcelona, Women in Football UK, FIBA, the Davis Cup, just to name a few. So don't miss out. Listen to today's episode. Our next guest is a customer success manager here at Data Talks, working with many international clubs such as Pauk FC in Greece, the Dolphins in Australia, Lewis FC in the UK, and Red Stars in Serbia. David Kirio helps our customers get excellent results from all of their campaigns, including, but not limited to, selling more tickets and merchandise and securing sponsorship agreements of higher value. Today, we sit down with David to talk about all of this and more. David, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for the introductions. Before we begin, we'd like to start off our sessions with an icebreaker. Are you ready for that? Absolutely. Let's go. What's your favorite quote, expression, or motto, and why is it your favorite? Um, I would say my favorite quote is a quote that has been with me like all through my life, and it's a quote that, uh, which I go by, which is, if you can talk to talk, you got to walk the walk. So basically what that means is like you have to back up your words with your actions as well. Uh, and as I mentioned, like whenever you say something, your action has to show what you're saying as well. Wonderful. But first things first, David, what do you do on a daily basis as a customer success manager? What kind of support do you give to the customers that you take care of? Um, so basically, my daily routine as a CSM is uh, to help out our customers uh, to be the, the champions of using our platform, uh, how to basically think when they're using the data in the most optimized way and extension, obviously, how we can further increase uh, the revenue within uh, ticketing, uh, merchandise and uh, sponsorship sales. I also uh, assist our customers on how to set up uh, commercial activities on a short term, uh, mid term and a long term basis short-term basis uh, it's more of a uh, the onboarding process uh so for instance like we coordinate with uh, the integration work uh offloading as much workload as possible from the customer so we at data talks do all of the heavy workload uh, during the onboarding process uh midterm is more like our setting up uh, campaign activities making sure the customer has had all of the necessary training to use the platform independently uh, and long term, like how can you find new ways to interact with the supporters in a fun and inclusive way and also uh, increase the database and most importantly, uh, thinking outside of the box for future commercial activities. You've mentioned our platform, the platform a couple of times. Maybe it will be a great idea to just kind of talk about the platform. What is this platform that you work with on a daily basis and how does it how do you find that it helps your customers? So basically our platform is more like for you to collect all of your data uh, so you get a holistic view uh, and also a 360 view of the supporters. So instead of you using like five to six different tools uh, or systems, uh, our platform can uh, collaborate everything under one roof where you get the overview of everything in terms of 
the data so it can be like the profiles data like you as a person uh who you are personal traits uh it can also be like we can see your purchasing pattern as well so are you a supporter who goes to uh games uh, on a weekly basis uh, are you a supporter who mainly focuses on the merchandise purchases and platform also shows how we can see demographically as well who is our supporter base uh, and how should you interact in the best way as well so that is our platform and uh, as we mentioned previously we are extending uh, to a lot of customers and we're further extending as well and what is the benefit that you found that uh, your customers in the long term the short term that your customers really experience when they use the platform i know you said the 360 degrees but why is that fundamental why is that important well, so if you start with the short-term basis, uh, obviously there's a, a lot to process in the beginning. So perhaps for a lot of clubs, uh, this is a big change uh, in how they previously worked with. Uh, so now we're coming to the picture uh, and we try to uh, train them on how to start using their data to their benefit. So as I mentioned, it's a lot to think about. So there's a lot of changes. So we do as much work as possible. So it doesn't feel like a heavy workload for the customer as well, because obviously they have to think about hundred different other things as well uh, during the daily work routine. Uh, so we try to do as much work as possible. In the beginning, basically the only thing the customer has to do is to introduce us to their supplier and we take over from there. During that onboarding process, we continue like, keeping updating the customer on how everything is uh, going. Uh, we make sure that we have our weekly check-in meetings to make sure that everything is going smoothly as well. Well, we've pass by that uh, short-term uh, work, uh, then we come over to the mid-term basis, uh, and that is when the training starts, we try to think of what kind of activities can we do with the customers, and most importantly, how can we train up the customer to be as independent as possible, to use the platform in the best way as possible as well, and also obviously to create a return on investment on their time and effort uh, into using the platform. And the long term is when we've gone through the short term, mid term, they are so uh, they're extremely trained. Uh, they know how to use the platform. Uh, they're using it independently. Now is the way to, okay, we've done a few activities quite often. Now it's time to find what other type of activities can we do now? And what kind of activities can we do to think a little bit outside the box to increase the revenue, to increase the database? and to also increase uh, the general sales of the club as well. And without naming any names that you shouldn't or uh, revealing too much, can you tell us a little bit more about a, a club or one of the customers that you've worked with on a kind of short-term, long-term and mid-term basis where you feel that they've really benefited from having the platform just so that we understand a bit more of um, what you mean so we can put the words uh sort of the the words that you said to uh sure. to a, to a real life scenario for the campaigns uh one of the best campaigns that i've seen uh was a campaign that it was called a letter from the ceo um this was eventually i mean basically just more like a thank you message uh to the supporters from the ceo of the club it was the first season ever uh, for the club, which was uh, very fantastic to see how they started from small club or basically nothing at all to see like how they're playing uh, in the highest division. Um, so this message from the CEO was just thanking uh, the supporters uh, for the support uh, throughout the season. Uh, and 
this was more like the importance of the fan engagement. They only had that in mind. Like, okay, we want to engage with the fans. We want to thank them for all of their support throughout the season. But by doing so, by interacting with the supporters in this way and like having the CEO come out and say, like, thank you for all your support. Now is the, for the upcoming season, now that's the next step that we're going to think in the history of the club. That we could see like a huge increase in loyalty to to the platform with the supporters renewing uh, their membership actually uh, and this was not the idea at all as i mentioned this was just like a send out from the ceo to say thank you but since the supporter appreciated that so much the ceo came out and did that engagement with the supporters we could see like the re renewals for the upcoming season went through the roof uh, even the e-store was on fire so in terms of revenue, this was like the best campaign standout since they're using our platform, uh, which I found very, very interesting to see, like from one idea becoming to a whole different execution. So this was, I have to see one of the best campaigns I've ever seen. And maybe even potentially the best example of why it's important to work with your data, because sometimes when we talk about data, the conversation of maybe GDPR, the, conversa the conversation of you don't want to, sort of use data at the expense of the supporters in order to sort of push your own revenue. I feel like this is an example of how you can do like push, um, get your data, use your data to the benefit of the supporters because they weren't, you weren't setting out to get as, money, as much money as possible from the supporters or the club wasn't. But in the end, when the supporters saw how much the, the club um, cared for them and wanted to interact with them they sort of uh, responded in turn by buying more and increasing their loyalty exactly and that's the thing like it's important uh, which I mentioned now throughout the, the pathway is like it's important fan engagement so obviously when you're engaging with the fans it shouldn't be only about like sending campaigns to purchase this product to purchase this membership or to purchase this jersey it should be like more of an interactive way uh, so, for instance, it could be like, hey, join us and predict the score for, for the upcoming big game. Um, who was the man of the match, for instance? Best 11 of the month. Perhaps now for in this case, like sending out a thank you letter from the CEO, for instance. So by having this strategy, uh, the supporters will automatically give back to the club as well. But if you only push like for communication to buy this and that, then the supporters like will get the feeling from the club like, hey, we're only being used so the club can like do money off from us uh, and this shouldn't be the way so if you do like a more of an inclusive and interactive way uh, the supporters will, will give back and funny enough this is also something that you can see uh, this pattern through uh, our cdp as well so our platform uh, you can see like how your communication style is uh, if a campaign has been successful or if you have to rethink your strategy on how to engage with the fans as well wonderful we kind of um jumped right into the deep end and went into like the platform and started talking about customers before we got a chance or the listeners got a chance to get to know a bit more about you and your motivation so I'm wondering if we could go back to that and just talk about a little bit more about what is one of your favorite things about working at Data Talks doing what you do well, I would say, like, obviously, to see how the customer is uh, growing, obviously, uh, when they're using uh, our platform, uh, where we can set up, like, okay, uh, from the, our first meeting, which is our startup meeting, I'm going to do, like, a customer success plan. From that meeting, we say, okay, what is your expectation from me and the uh, company as Data Talks as well? Uh, so we go through that, okay, this is your expectation. 
from that we work obviously uh, by side by side of those expectations and what i love by working with the platform within data talks as well is to see the positive trajectory of the customer to see like where they started from and where they are today and with a lot of customers we can see they've done huge huge um, uh, changes in the world they're working in the way they're maturing by using uh, their data as well uh, on how to optimize uh, the way of working as well and how to pinpoint certain interests of um, of certain uh, groups within the supporter group and data talks is obviously trying to be on the front end of how to engage with the, the fans as well so this is something that i really appreciated and obviously you're able to work with customers all over the world so we have customers that were working with in Australia, in Serbia, uh, in the UK, in, in the Dock region, which I love to be because then I get to be a part of different uh, cultures uh, to get to contact with people from all over the world. Uh, but I would say like the most important and the most fun way is to see like how we changes basically how the whole organization thinks about data usage and how we can use that uh, for their benefit. And you've touched on the topic of change, like a lot of change for the customers when they start working with the platform. But on your side, David, what is the change you are trying to bring to sports clubs and organizations through your work? So the change I'm trying to bring is basically uh, first and foremost is to offload them from from their daily work. Uh, we're trying to make everything as easy as possible. This platform is supposed to like take uh, from obviously when you're onboarded and everything, uh, this is supposed to be just an add-on to your core business. So you shouldn't be added as much time as you're adding the time to your core business. And you, the core business is obviously the results on the on the pitch from the sports club, uh, depending on where in the organization you're working with. If it's like the merchandise sales, ticket sales, or sponsorship sales, then obviously that's where all of your time should be focused on. But our solution is um, an add-on solution. And as I mentioned, this shouldn't take uh, a lot of time. So what we're trying to do is to enhance the way you're working with the data uh, and just to uh, help you to increase even further what you're currently doing, but just to tweak it a little bit. So we're trying to offload as much work as possible. And when you feel like, okay, now I'm trying to do like a campaign center because we need to push this product or we need to interact with the fans for because it's a big derby game for instance then that's where i come in and help you out with doing it in a in a short time and also doing it in a, uh, a more effective way as well um so that's like my core business and that's like my core skills come into play uh where we help you out with the uh, sports organization to do so if the sports organization tell us like hey uh, we want to focus more on ticket sales then my mission is to help you to sell as much ticket sales as possible or if it's fan engagement then you want to all, all the time like think about different type of ideas or solutions or like thinking outside the box then that's where i come into play as well so just to summarize a little bit what i mentioned our uh, mission at data talks and my mission uh, from data talks is just to relieve as much workload as possible in and help you to optimize your way of use uh, data and earlier we we spoke about um how clubs or sports organizations shouldn't just use their supporters data to try to make as much revenue as possible but of course we know that revenue is I mean, any organization needs to get in revenue and selling tickets is one of the ways that sports organizations can bring up their revenue. So 
to kind of go back to that question, what are some of the best practices when it comes to creating campaigns that produce the highest results, whether it be increasing ticket sales or selling out merchandise? What are some of the guidelines that sports clubs should be thinking about since we already mentioned that they shouldn't be trying to make money at the expense of their supporters? Yeah, so definitely. So something that I've been mentioning uh, a little earlier uh, throughout call, which is obviously focus on fan engagement. So from my experience, every club that tries to connect with the individual supporters against long-term supporters as well. So they gain their loyalty on a long-term uh, basis as well. Um, this is a whole different way. So obviously there's a difference between like communication and fan engagement. So if you are a club that only like pushes and only focuses on revenue, uh, to purchase this product or to do like send us every day to remind the supporters to purchase product from them then this is not the right way because then you will just annoy the supporters and as i mentioned previously uh you will just the supporters will feel like you're being used because they have to buy something but instead like doing interaction with um giving like giveaways like notifying the supporters on their birthday and uh, name day like anniversary when they became a members of the club like giving them that attention uh, because they'll then feel like okay hey the club is taking attention on me as well like they know me the club so i'm not just one people out of a lot of other people within the supported base this will create like a whole different loyalty from the supporters to the club as well and in extension that will also create uh, a revenue uh, to the club as well so this will be like the best best mixture uh, of them both you will do the fan engagement and you will create a loyalty from the supporter and at the same time you will create the revenue as well and then from different contexts such as you work obviously in different countries and people speak multiple languages and they're just working in different contexts from your experience what are some of the best performing clubs in terms of campaign successes what did they have in common outside of the fan engagement well, that, that is uh, something that uh, that we've been touching on while uh, discussing a lot about. That is like the giveaways, like to give them the attention to the supporters, uh, not to like push on only like selling products, but more like to have, for instance, an add-on solution like gamification to interact with the fans as well, to have the opportunity, for instance, to win something. Because if you have, for instance, predicted score, uh, a lot of those supporters go and take the next step to actually purchase something uh, as well, even though you haven't like, try to communicate that with them uh, of them to purchase anything but if you have like uh, hey vote for your best 11 of the month or vote for your mvp of the season uh, a lot of the supporters i would say approximately 70 percent of those supporters take the next step and actually do an actual purchase and then you have been able to yet again create loyalty on one end and also the revenue on the other end and that will be the best mixture of the fan engagement it sounds like what you're saying is that when clubs or sports organizations reach the supporters as people, emotional people, that's when the magic happens. Because when you say a giveaway, I know, for example, my local supermarket, I played a, a Wheel of Fortune. And then when I pressed on it, I won like a chocolate bar and it was only worth 13 pounds, which is about a euro. But I felt quite like quite happy. And I got on the train to go pick up my chocolate bar you know so it feels like what you're saying is that some of the best campaigns whether you're in australia or in greece or in sweden or wherever you might be if you just touch on people's emotions and you just touch on 
building up that anticipation towards the next game through score prediction, uh, showing that uh, appreciation through sending a thank you note from the CEO. Like when you really reach their emotions, when you really appeal to them as people, that's when the magic happens. Am I hearing you correctly or am I off here? Absolutely. That's spot on from you, Lorraine. Wonderful. Wonderful. You and your customers work with the uh, Data Talks for CDP, as we mentioned, to help with reaching commercial goals, such as growing the supported database and selling more tickets. But what gives the plat this platform that you've been talking about the edge over other systems, such as maybe the CRM, when it comes to achieving the, de the desired results? Well, I would say like collecting all of your data sources on one platform is a huge extremely benefit because that creates a huge relief for you that are supposed to use the platform of the CDP. So instead of having like five different data sources with five different platforms and like five different logins, our platform can help collect all of your data in our platform. So you have everything collected on the one group. And that will basically be like through API connections. So when you do something, when something happens, you will get live data like based on obviously a, a certain data frequency, uh, but you can also do a very detailed analysis of how you're supporting engage with the club with the help of our uh, analytics framework uh, on how all of the supporters in the database um, interact with, with the club as well. Um, you also get like a 360 view of the supporters um, and you can also see uh, the detailed data uh, on your campaign sandals because obviously uh, that's what we're also doing. So we're trying to create a return on investment, but we have like functionality in the platform to to tell you if this was a good campaign or if you have to tweak your strategy a little bit for the next uh, send out um, and something that i would say like is one of our strongest um, uh, strongest features in the cdp is our segmentation builder um, and this is a fantastic tool uh, which we are able to uh, segment from a specific part of the supporter group to make sure okay we know based on the data that we have in the platform this group will likely do a purchase or they will likely interact with the uh, club based on the segment that we have done and based on the data that we have and not only that like uh, a lot of people think like when you do like a whole change within the organization when okay now we're supposed to use data it's a long process you have to do like multiple training sessions and uh, general like it over your head some some people believe like it is like that but not necessarily in our uh, case our platform is super uh, user friendly uh, and instantly gives you uh, an overview uh, of all your KPIs. So obviously you always work with KPIs throughout the, the season, uh, which also makes it easier to do actual presentations uh, through the CDP with internal stakeholders. We're not um, uh, actively working with data uh, on a daily basis. Um, so we usually say like the CDP can be customizable according to your preferences. Um, and we always say, like, if there's data there, then we can create whatever you want to see within the platform, as long as the data is there. So, I mean, the data is a fantastic tool. Uh, we're constantly developing uh, the data to make it even easier for people within sports to use it uh, every day. And something that you mentioned earlier, and, and you kind of touched on it now, with having all this data in one place, and instead of having five different places or systems that you work from i know that this is a huge problem for clubs and i've had certain conversations because we run workshops with different sports clubs such as cricket clubs women's clubs and uh, that is one of the major issues that they talk about the fact that they have no clue which supporters bought their tickets and the merchandise or their tickets and food at the stadium 
So, so it sounds like you guys are really trying really hard to address a pain point that the everyday people that work in clubs face. And so, yeah, it sounds really wonderful. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, as I mentioned, like we're trying to adjust the platform according like to sports and what sport is demanding of us. So we don't take too much time for them. Uh, so we want to make it like short and consistent. Most importantly, we want to make it like effective when you're using the, the platform. So when you have everything set up, I mean, it shouldn't be taking you like maximum 10, 10 15 minutes to do like a campaign. And then you can see uh, the data instantly uh, to see if this was a good send out or not. And obviously we have our demo that I can put a link to in the description box for anyone that wants to explore what David has been talking about. But David, if anyone listening today works in a sports club or organization and they're interested in working with platforms as such, such as ours, but don't know where to start, what advice would you give them? I would say to have obviously a discussion with your suppliers uh, that collect your data uh, when selling your products. When you know who your supplier is and where they collect the data, uh, you have to look in with your team on how you can use that data to your benefit because data usage is the future. Our solution at Data Talks will help you collect all of this information for you to take like strategic and commercial uh, decision on how to optimize that data usage. Um, by also using the data, uh, your life will be a whole lot much easier as well by having like the holistic view. Uh, of your data and obviously in extension be able to to pinpoint uh, the interests of your supporters and in, in extension to increase your general revenue as well and actually before uh, we sort of round off the conversation something that i mentioned in passing was uh gdpr so where do where do we sit with gdpr and your platform so obviously we are GDPR compliant. Uh, so we may, we make sure that uh, whichever country we may work in, we double check like the law and regulations uh, are according to the GDPR, uh, because that is also an incentive for us at Data Talks to make sure that you don't breach any of those regulations from GDPR. As we may know, like there's a huge uh, hefty fees for those by breaching those rules. Uh, so before like uh, connecting with the supporters, we are making sure that everything is uh, according to the regulations. Uh, what we have been actually been doing is to like an operational message for supporters to, for instance, to opt in for marketing communication, to be able for the club to communicate with uh, as much people as possible uh, within the database. So if they have 10k profiles in database and only 100 people have consent to receive marketing communication, then you can only communicate with those 100 people. So that is an activity that we constantly are working with to increase that number. So because ultimately those are the people uh, that you want to communicate with. It doesn't matter if you have 10k profiles and you can only communicate with 100 of them because then you only have the rest of the profiles for only analytics purposes. Uh, you want to be able to communicate with as much uh, contact as possible in your uh, database. So that is something that we are constantly working with. And that is, for instance, with our add-on solution, uh, gamification, uh, with our operational messages uh, within the platform, and much more to come as well. Mm, and the, the power of gamification is that you collect uh, first-party data, right? Because they the supporters themselves input their information and accept the terms and conditions that way you're collecting only the the data that they have given you versus kind of third-party data which would be from aggregates and all those things 
Exactly, that's correct. Finally, David, if anyone enjoyed this conversation as much as I did and wants to get in contact with you to continue the conversation or for anything else, where can they reach you? They can reach me on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, so it's uh, David Kirill. Just uh, reach out, whatever you may want to uh, talk about. I'm open to discuss anything within sports and data. And, uh, obviously, if you want to discuss about anything else, just uh, hit me up and I'm, uh, I'm there for you. And if you can find me on LinkedIn, you can also email me at david.kirill at datatalks.se. And yeah, feel free to reach out. Thank you so much for joining us, David, on the Sports CDP Crash Course podcast. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I really enjoyed this session. I sincerely hope that my answers give a better insight into how a sports organization can use the data in the best way possible. And we at Data Talks are extremely passionate about helping out even more customers to optimize data usage within sports. If your goal is to get more supporters, superior sales, and real revenue, then visit our website at datatalks.se and fill out our demo form to experience firsthand how we can help you. Data Talks, more supporters, superior sales, real revenue.